Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Michael Reed on LMFM. Wednesday morning, the 4th of December. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. Last night, the doll was told that the Rebuilding Ireland Action Plan for Housing and Homelessness has been published for almost three years and that for the third year in a row, the government has failed to meet the target set out in the plan with a stated target of 121,000 homes being built by the end of 2021. It is clear, according to the Social Democrats, that the plan has failed. Another aim of Rebuilding Ireland was to address the housing waiting lists with well in excess of 100,000 individuals uh, and families on the list when Rebuilding Ireland was published. According to Rebuilding Ireland, HAP and RAS will deliver 58,560 housing solutions. Now, just housing solutions over a period 2018 to 2021. Catherine Murphy of uh, the Social Democrats introducing a motion of no confidence in Owen Murphy, the Minister for Housing, that called for him to be removed from office. But Fine Gael argued that the problem was caused by Fianna Fáil. The housing organisations in this country, the people who are building, were absolutely shattered by the Great Recession that was caused by the mismanagement of this country for years before Fine Gael and the then Labour government took over. Regina Doherty, Fianna Fáil TD for me. These t- Thomas Byrne is on the line with us uh, this morning. Good morning to you, Thomas Byrne. Thanks for joining us. Uh, do you agree with Regina Doherty that this was caused by Fianna Fáil? No, I don't. I mean, I think the government is in place now uh, for almost nine years. I think it's about time that Regina Doherty, Owen Murphy, Damien English, the whole lot of them took responsibility for what they're actually doing themselves. I mean, there's no way to run a country uh, to come into Dáil Éireann, and I was there for all of the debate, to come into Dáil Éireann and to say that somebody else was responsible for it. And incidentally, the Taoiseach at one point blamed John Gormley of the Green Party because he was housing minister at some point in, in the past. I think I think that that really is insulting, I think, to people who are in housing difficulties, who are trying to buy a house, who are homeless. I think they really should take responsibility for themselves. And look, I think the truth is that in about three three months' time, maybe four months' time, the public would have a chance uh, to give their judgment on Fine Gael and they were, uh, and I don't think uh, that type of speech by Regina Doherty will wash in any election debate that's coming up. The public simply won't buy that. They're not very thankful, are they, given the support uh, you gave uh, to the government last night uh, to turn around and blame you for causing the problem? 
Well, we're not looking for thanks, Michael. Um, we didn't support the government. We abstained in the vote. The reason we abstained in the vote is, is, vote is that we have an agreement to, uh, with the government to have confidence in supply. This was a confidence vote. This will be over now in a few months' time, and I think the government will have the chance then to let the people judge them uh, and let the people run the medical office if that's what the people want to do, and I suspect that it is. Um, and, I, we, you know, gratitude, whatever, I, I think it's a bit... It's a bit small of the government, I think, the way they go on. Uh, but that's the way they are. Um, and they think mainly about themselves, how great they are, how everybody else is at fault. Mm. Uh, and no real understanding. Well, you were asked last night, what's the difference between Francis Fitzgerald and Owen Murphy? You were willing to vote no confidence in Francis Fitzgerald in the run-up to Christmas uh, and not in uh, the run-up to Christmas this year in Owen Murphy. Well, there was no there was no confidence vote at the end of the day. Francis Fitzgerald resigned because the teacher... But you were willing to vote no confidence in her, weren't you? Well, I'm certainly willing to vote no confidence in Owen Murphy at the appropriate juncture, but the difficulty we have at the moment is uh, that Brexit, while almost there, is not quite there yet. And Michal has said this a year ago, uh, that he felt the dangers of a no-deal Brexit were real. Those dangers are definitely receding, but they're not gone yet. Uh, so we want to make sure that that is sorted in the national interest. And that's what Fianna Fáil has done over the last three years, is put the national interest... So you decided party. to support Owen Murphy and the government because of Brexit, like but you didn't decide to support uh, Francis Murphy because Brexit wasn't... or Francis Fitzgerald because the Brexit wasn't such a threat. Is that it? Well, Fianna Gael uh, have a lot of problems with, with people of the name Murphy, unfortunately, at the moment, because he's mm. confused. It's Brexit. Uh, the, the threat of a no-deal Brexit has been particularly acute uh, over the last year with the ups and downs of on parliamentary votes uh, in, in, in the British Parliament. That is a major problem. It's a major problem that we hope will be not solved, because it, unfortunately it's damaging for us either way, but at least it will be settled uh, in the next few weeks or the next couple of months. That's, that's the reality of it. And after that, we feel a general election, which all of the public mm. can have their say in Owen Murphy. And I, you know, I think people will join me in saying, vote them out of office, is what I will be saying at that time. And let Fine Gael go before the public, and if the public uh, makes a decision on them. But we don't think a general election was a Why would you say that then, when you're supporting a minister uh, that has presided over a situation uh, that uh, saw the latest figures yesterday published very late in the day at that uh, and showed 10,514 people are homeless in this country. Well, I, do, I don't support them, but I don't want to let Fine Gael off the hook either, Michael, because well, the reality did. is... No, I did not, and I'll tell you why I didn't. Because the reality is, if Owen Murphy was, 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 was let go out of his job last night, you would quickly find uh, a new minister will be appointed very, very quickly. Fine Gael would then attempt a fresh start at housing, as they have done, by the way, uh, since Dennis Knockton came out of climate change. We don't want to let them off the hook. We want the people uh, to put them on the hook to, to, to vote them out of office as soon as the general election happens. And it can't come quick enough in do, my opinion, do you think? Right? Do, you, do you think if people had a, a vote tomorrow or on the 27th of this month or the 28th of this month uh, that they would vote Fine Gael out of office? I think they probably would. So why did you not represent people last night? Because you had a vote, and, and what? which way did you vote? Just tell us which way you voted. We we voted in accordance with the Conference of Supply Agreement. That which we way did you vote? Did you vote for or against the minister? I abstained on the vote. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't vote? I abstained on the vote, which is in accordance with the Conference of Supply Agreement. And it was so, so, all of so, so you didn't vote? I abstained on the vote in accordance with the Conference of Supply but Agreement. That, that's, no surprise, that's no surprise to you. Doesn't, that mean, doesn't that mean you didn't vote? It, no, it means we voted abstention, which is one of the three votes you can have in the dock. But that is not for or against the motion. Well, it, it, 
for for the reasons that you know well, Michael, which are which is that we have a confidence supply agreement with the government. We have stuck to that. We've stuck to it honourably. We haven't engaged in petty games uh, or blame games the way Fine Gael have. We want this to end as quickly as possible. It should have ended before now, but we realised that the Brexit was a was a clear and present danger to this country, and we felt that it wasn't appropriate to have the uncertainty of a general election in this country, as we've seen uncertainty in the UK uh, over the last year. We thought it was better that we would do things properly here. When there's a general election, it'll happen. It will take time to sort out a government. Uh, we don't think that that was appropriate sorting out a government in, 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 in early January uh, because because the government would need to be fully focused on Brexit. And that's mm. the reality of it. But there is going to be a general election very shortly thereafter. And I'm looking forward to that. I don't think Finnegale ministers are looking forward to that. But I am not going to allow them uh, to reset their agenda on housing with a new minister for housing, which inevitably would happen if Owen Murphy was got rid of any of Regina Doherty and Helen McAtee, the whole lot of them beyond the radio this morning saying, yeah, isn't it great with a new minister now? This is this is a new start and all of it. This is, that's exactly what would happen. This new start should happen in a general election where the public has their say and that is going to happen very, very soon. I was talking to Peter McVerry yesterday uh, about how Santi might find it difficult to find children on the 24th of December or children might be fretting that they'd wake up on Christmas Day uh, and Santa forgot, couldn't find them, uh, or maybe forgot about them because he didn't have a, an address for them uh, uh, on Christmas Eve. Uh, and he was speaking about government policy and housing to us. I'd like them to say, look, you have to admit rebuilding Ireland isn't working. There are parts of it that are working, but on the whole, rebuilding Ireland is not working. We need to sit down, sit down with all the stakeholders, sit down with ourselves, with Focus Ireland, the Simon community. Sit down with the, the, the academics who are ex- expert in the, in the housing uh, area. Sit down and let's rebuild Rebuilding Ireland. And Fianna Fáil abstained from the vote. You didn't vote, uh, Thomas Byrne, no, on we, this one I, way or the other. We, and what we, hear, what we heard this morning very clearly was that this was Fianna Fáil's fault. Fine Gael says it's your fault. I'm not playing a blame game except that the people, except against the people that are in power, and that is Fine Gael. And as to why Owen Murphy is still in office, you've got to ask people like Regina Doherty, people like Damien English, who voted for him to stay in office last night. I completely agree with Father McFerry um, as to what he's saying. Rebuilding Ireland is not working. But that is not going to you know, suddenly changed the situation at Christmas. If there was a motion of no confidence last night and Owen Murphy was gone, you'd have about a month uh, of PR from Fine Gael ministers, a new minister there, reading into his brief, and not Well, that's not what Owen Murphy that. said. It's not what the Taoiseach said. The Taoiseach said we'd be voting in a general election on the 28th of December. Well, well, that's what they said, and that is, that is probably the likelihood. Uh, but also the point I'd make is that would not put one more present under a Christmas tree for any child or put any child under a roof that they weren't currently going to be under for Christmas. That's, that's the but truth. There, but, but the truth is that you didn't want that to happen because you know that you wouldn't uh, do well in a general election that's, on the 28th look, of December. Mike, Mike how, 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 why do you say that? We had a by-election where four by-elections across them. We came, we easily came first in terms of number of votes and you count them all up. Uh, we won two out of the four seats. We never fear an election. I ran for election in 2011. I don't fear general elections. Um, the general election will happen when it happens. It could have quite easily have happened had numbers gone very slightly askew last night. But the, what Fianna Fáil did was what we have said we would do over the last number of years, which is abstain in key votes because we felt that a general election wasn't in the public interest. But a general election isn't fully under our control. The teacher can call an election any time he wants, is what he indicated he would do. The opposition, if they manage to defeat a government minister, uh, can effectively do that as well. So, Fianna Fáil can do it as well, yes. 
Absolutely, but there mm. are different people that can do it. But we have said that we don't believe it is in the national interest. We said this consistently for the last year until Brexit is fully sorted and settled. And that is likely to happen very, very soon. And mm. then there will be a general election after that. And that's been our consistent position. We did not want the uncertainty. We do not think that would help any child or help any uh, homeless family to have uh, chaos in this country in terms of an election, in terms of negotiating while the government is trying to negotiate them with the EU and with Britain. We didn't think that was right. That situation is outside anyone's control in this country but it's going to be over or at least settled very soon and then we can have the election. Father Peter McVerry who we heard a, a moment ago wrote to the Irish Times yesterday and he said in that letter I attended court with a young homeless boy who had been charged with theft of a bottle of orange value one euro. Another homeless man was charged with theft of four bar- bars of chocolate value three euro. Another homeless man was charged with theft of two packets of silk cut cigarettes. A TD on a his way to or from his full-time very well-paid in Brus- job in Brussels stops by at Dollar to sign in so that he can collect his full 51,600 euro expenses for his attendance in the Dáil. Uh, a Tale of Two Cities was uh, the headline that was put over that. Well, sure, you're going to have to ask Fine Gael, uh, ministers about this. The Taoiseach has stood over Dara Murphy TD, who I assume that letter is mm. about, who has worked full-time in Brussels yeah. uh, for the last number of years, showed up late last night. Mm. It's absolutely disgraceful uh, what's been going on, and it is disgraceful that the Taoiseach said he was doing yeah, it. He was there job. at the end of the day, like Fianna Fáil, he was there at the end of the day to support well, Fine Gael, sorry, wasn't sorry. He? He, he? He showed up, he showed up yeah. late last night, from yeah. what I could see. The rest of us were there all day doing the job that we're elected mm. to do. Uh, and I think to, to start, you know, using him as sort of the example of what all TDs are like, it's mm. disgraceful. Himself and Dan Kenny turned up. Uh, the invisible well, man of the 32nd doll is I don't, uh, I don't, William Lord. Has I don't held really the... know Dara Murphy at all. In fact, mm. some of my colleagues didn't even know what he looked like. But the teacher has said he was doing a great job. His main job was in Europe. And I think Fine Gael ministers and TDs need to be asked about that. Do they agree with what the teacher said about Dara Murphy? It is outrageous uh, that that situation could pertain mm. over the last number of years and that he wasn't doing it in secret, but in full with the full permission yeah. uh, of Dar- the teacher. Dar- Dara Murphy and Kenny uh, turned up out of nowhere and voted uh, alongside Michael Lowry and Noel Grealish, Fianna Fáil uh, and Fine Gael. We did not vote in the same way as they did. Well, your your, your vote uh, in how it was used resulted in the government we, we, remaining we, we in office voted, and the minister... in accordance with our confidence supply agreement. We did not vote confidence in Owen Murphy. I don't have confidence. How you used your vote resulted in the minister remaining in office. I want Owen Murphy out of office as soon as possible. No, you but don't. I do not want to give Fine Gael the chance that's, to open a new page on housing. I want true. him out of office in the general election. That's not I want true. the housing crisis. You, you, I want the housing crisis you should retract that statement now, in fairness, because if you wanted him out of office, you had the opportunity last night and you didn't take it. We want Fine Gael out of office, and the only way to get them out of office is to put them before the people uh, in the spring. And I am looking forward to that, and I hope that the people will agree with me. That well, we it is now. That's true. That we need a change. That, that, that's policy. true. The only way to do it is in the spring now, because you didn't avail of the opportunity last because, night. Because 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 every voter now would have the chance to put the whole lot of them out of office and get a fresh start on housing, where actual policy changes and simply not PR and spin, where we actually get more people into homes, where we put more uh, roofs under people's heads, where we get certain for children where Santa isn't confused about where children live. Uh, this is what we want. We want to change this radically and I think there is a general consensus in the Dáil among all of the opposition parties despite the disagreements last night between the Social Democrats and Fianna Fáil. You will see parties, non-Fine Gael parties working together on city councils uh, across the country to try and make a serious effort at getting people into housing and I think that's what this Dáil needs. It needs a Fianna Fáil 
Fianna Fáil government support uh, in, in coalition with those smaller parties uh, to make a radical change uh, on the housing situation. That is what we will be campaigning for in the general election that's coming up, to get this entire Fianna Gael government out of office. And it cannot happen quickly enough. I would have had no problem uh, with a general election personally uh, during Christmas. None whatsoever. But I think the country would, would potentially have had a major problem if Brexit, Brexit wasn't sorted. We will all have that chance uh, to run this government out of power uh, sometime in the spring. It's going to happen very, very quickly. OK, all right. Uh, we may be talking about Brexit in the spring, but uh, by the sounds of things, we'll also be talking about a, a general election then. But we leave it there for the moment. And thank you indeed for joining us here on the programme this morning. Fianna Fáil TD for me, the East Thumbsburn. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now we'll go back uh, to uh, the motion of uh, no confidence in Owen Murphy as uh, the Minister for Housing. Last night in uh, the Dáil, his uh, Minister of State is uh, Damien English, who's with us now. And a very good morning to you, Minister, and uh, thanks uh, indeed uh, for joining us. Uh, it was uh, pretty tight uh, at the end of uh, the day. Close call for the government, I suppose. Yeah, thanks, Michael, for having me on. Yeah, I suppose it's a close call. Look, that's the joys of being a minority government. Um, over the last three and a half years, we've had a lot of tight votes, and indeed we've lost some of them. So politics has changed, probably in, in the way the dollar works, because, mm. uh, you know, governments don't always win these votes. But it was, um, last night, there was, by margin of three, the, the motion passed. Or didn't yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, I was uh, talking to Thomas Byrne earlier on. I was suggesting to him uh, that Fine Gael was pretty unthankful given what Regina Doherty was saying uh, about how all of this was caused by Fianna Fáil. Well, I suppose, Michael, to be fair, and if I'd long would have speak myself, I would have also. People need to understand a little bit of history of this. Mm. The main issue when it comes to, we'll say, social housing, Regina spoke about housing in general, but on the social housing, I do believe previous governments, it doesn't matter who was in them, did not build enough social housing. And if you look at an example of that, it would be yeah. 2006. There was about 90,000 houses built in this country. But you're saying it's Fianna Fáil's fault. Sorry, sorry, Michael, I want to make the finish of point, please. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, 4,500 houses of yeah. that 90,000 were social, which is about 5% or yeah. less. This year, nearly 40% of what we build will be social housing. Yeah. So that means we're in a much better position to be able to help people who need accommodation. Who need but you are saying it's Fianna Fáil's fault. I'm saying it's historically in this country. Uh, absolutely, uh, governments were generally led by... Fianna Fáil support you, kept your minister in office, stopped a general election, kept Fine Gael in government, and you say it's their fault. Uh, I, I've no problem recognising that Fianna Fáil, in my view, have done the right thing over the last three and a half years by giving stability to this country, by supporting us in government and allowing us mm. to implement a housing plan which is delivering over 10,000 houses okay. socially in 20. But I would, I would absolutely, when it comes to housing and construction, I would, I think Fianna Fáil have a lot to answer for for 10 okay. or 15 years of boom where wrong Well, that's, that's the thanks they get for supporting Fine Gael, well, I suppose. All right. Michael, uh, you know me, I just deal in facts and figures. Okay, and yeah, facts, yeah, facts. yeah. Well, uh, likewise, I hope. Uh, let's talk about some more of your supporters, uh, Noel Grealish and Michael Lowry. Uh, we'll hear just a, a little bit of a contribution Michael Lowry made to the House last night. I'll put it on the record of this House that. I am not a convicted tax cheat. I am not a convicted tax dodger. And in fact, when I was brought to court, the main charges were withdrawn. And the only mark against my reputation in relation to taxation is that in the year 2006, my company filed an incorrect corporation tax return. And it was incorrect... Let me clarify, it was incorrect because we had overpaid 
tax. Right. Now, maybe I should explain. Michael Lowry was allowed to make that personal statement to the Dáil last night because he objected to what Paul Murphy, TD, had said earlier. And I think you can put two and two together listening to what Michael Lowry said there and guess what Paul Murphy had said about him. Do you support Michael Lowry, Damien English, in calling on Paul Murphy to withdraw his comments? Sorry, Michael, I don't know what you want me to do here, but I don't answer for Michael Lowry and I don't speak for Michael Lowry, so you need to talk to him about that. And that's an issue between him, Paul Murphy, and the last Corla. It's not something for me to get involved in. It's not a government issue. Uh, I'm working in the Department of Housing. That's what we were debating last night. We got support from a number of TDs to vote to, to keep our housing plan intact, which I think is important because I want to get on with it. You wouldn't be in government if it wasn't for Michael Lowry. Michael Lowry has called on Paul Murphy to withdraw what he called were scholarous uh, statements made about him in the House. Uh, do you support him in that call? Given the support that he's given to you, given the fact that you're in government because of him? Michael, I don't run the doll. That's the can call job, so you may talk to them. And please, I don't know what you want me to do here, but I, I'm not getting involved in the story with Michael Larry and Paul Murphy. It's nothing to do with me. Um, I've enough to do with my own job, to be honest with you. So the can call runs it all. He can deal with the two deputies involved. Um, and if they've okay. got concerns, they can deal with that. I'm not sure what you want me to say on that. But all I right, well, I'm asking that. you about the support, the reason that you're in government, uh, because a lot of people are, are very upset and feel very ashamed about housing uh, and how uh, you've left so many children, let alone adults, uh, without a house uh, a few weeks out from Christmas. Now, uh, Michael Lowry, uh, one of your supporters, as is Noel Grealish, uh, are, are people who have been controversial in recent times. Uh, he became controversial again last night for the same old reasons, uh, uh, but uh, you're you're not backing Michael Lowry this morning. Uh, another thing Michael Lowry is reported to have asked for is a separate fund for housing refugees. Uh, is that something you're willing to support, uh, or would you agree with Noel Grealish that there shouldn't be support for spongers? I'm not aware of any request by any particular TD like Michael Lowry for, for that, but in general we do have um, housing support. We do have a cross-government approach to a, housing, first of all, but B, to uh, accommodation for asylum seekers. And there's a massive investment plan underway there. There's a public um, procurement process at the moment underway mm. where people are tendering to provide accommodation. There is a flow on the, the, the direct provision of accommodation. Uh, ideally, would only be temporary for a couple of years. And then people, mm. if they're allowed to, to, to remain in the state and move on to raise their families and have yeah. jobs here, they move into housing. But to be clear, Michael, you touched on children who are homeless, and that's what we're finding. That's what our housing plan is about. It's about increasing the supply of housing so we can provide a home for those families who don't have one. And thankfully, uh, because we are able to continue with our work now, 5,000 families next year will leave emergency accommodation and will be into a home. And that's what we do this year as well. The year just gone, we did it last year. And if we can con- 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 continue to do that, Mm. We will finally be able to end um, families living in emergency accommodation because it's not a okay, nice but, but, for what, anybody. But, that's our aim here. But, so but, I believe but do you agree that there should be a separate fund set aside uh, for people seeking asylum for refugees? That's what Michael Lowry is saying. Or do you agree with Noel Grealish that they're all spongers? Or do you agree with uh, the uh, Commission uh, for Irish Human Rights and Equality, which is over in the United Nations today, telling people across the world, how politicians in this country are acting disgracefully. Okay, it's not what I agree with, it's what we are doing. Well, it's it's the basis on which your government is in office. You are in office because of the support of Michael Lowry and Noel Grealish. Is that not of concern to you? Michael, Michael, just to be clear, in the Dáil last night, we, we we won by, I think, 56 people uh, supported the government's motions, OK? 
that's why we're in office. Others chose to abstain to help us remain in office. And to me, that's a positive because we can continue with government, continue with implementing the changes. You won by three. And, if and Michael Larry and Noel Grealish had voted against you, you'd have lost by one, wouldn't you? Michael, yeah. my job is is to implement a housing plan. If old, Mur- if old Murphy and Enda Kenny hadn't turned up, which would have been par for the course, uh, you'd have lost by three. If Thomas Brinkle had been available, you'd have lost by four. Uh, there is, there, you, you don't have the moral authority to be in office, do you? I'm not really sure what you're trying to do here. The, I'm, the I'm, trying is, to, I'm trying to spell, okay. spell out in black and white the sand that this government I, I, is administrating okay, on. Well, that, well, that's fine. That's not what you're asking for the last five minutes. Just to be clear, the fact is, last night, the motion of low confidence didn't succeed. and uh, So it doesn't really matter whether it was one or 21. It didn't. So we move on. And we continue with my work today. Uh, again, I continue. I'm in the committee there around dealing with housing issues. I bring legislation through the Dáil, through the Shannon. I'm here at a property summit. Work continues to try and find more and more solutions and to increase the supply of housing. And the now, vast majority happens, of people yeah. in the Dáil think you're, you're uh, performing dismally. In fairness, uh, a lot of people in the Dáil last night made political comments and political observations. I would like to analyse their alternative plans. They didn't have any. We have a plan. We're implementing it. People don't like bits of it. That's fair enough. The alternative plan is clear. Let's hold off having an election because it probably won't go well for us at the moment. Uh, It's politics rather than policy, rather than substance, rather than doing what's the job in hand, which is to govern uh, and uh, to legislate in a way that improves people's lives. Because at this moment in time, this government has failed dismally over a period of three years uh, in terms of rebuilding Ireland. The figures have got worse on every front. So, so, okay, that's your view. And I, and I would agree with you that last night people were playing politics. I don't play politics. Minister Murphy doesn't. Our job is to implement the plans. Now, you would, you are, you're arguing there that our plan's not working. Well, I would beg to differ with you on that, okay? It's, yes, it's not enough because there are still people needing a house, so we have to continue with our work. But in the last three years, since we started this plan, over 100,000 uh, households have been helped find accommodation. In Loud, as an example, okay, in Loud mm. raised last night, Local, local authority through all the different schemes that we organise through our department. Over 3,500 um, families have been accommodated. In Mead, the number is about 3,600. So over the last three years... Peter Fitzpatrick went through the numbers in the Dáil last night about how the numbers have worsened in, in Louth. Peter Fitzpatrick went through some of the numbers, but I have the numbers here which we published... Peter McVerry said the plan is not working, that you're failing right. people. I've listened to Peter McVerry and I work extremely closely with him McVerry Trust because last week I was on a site with him launching one of their sites. Day two, when it comes to housing supply, had a five-year plan to bring forward 500 houses. We have a five-year plan to bring forward 50,000 houses. We're in year three and we are achieving our targets. But again... How many have you brought forward out of the 50,000? Out of the 50,000 houses, okay, in total supply of housing in this country, it's about 64 thousand out of the out of the of the aim to reach one hundred and twenty one thousand over the next couple of years when it comes to social housing. When you add up all the different schemes and all the, the different deliveries, mm. um by the end of this year we'll be at a hundred thousand. Now the okay. breakdown uh, of that uh, just, just and how many of them have been built? Yeah, so okay, so the breakdown on that is uh, twenty three thousand seven hundred comes from the build, mm. the acquisition, the long term leasing. Okay. About three thousand three hundred will be through the RADS program and then through HAP then it's about fifty seven thousand as well. Mm. So, so you're so, so you're renting housing. 
Now, we're doing a bit of everything, Michael, because that's what you have to do. And again, in fairness, you're right. Last night, people raised concerns with the HAP scheme and said they don't like it. So just to explain to people what HAP is, HAP is where we, while we're building new social housing, we do rent people a house because people want a house today. They're, we have to get them out of emergency accommodation. So we do uh, use the HAP scheme, which is a housing assistance payment where we help people rent a house. And at this moment in time, there's about 48,000 families are in the home because of that scheme. Now, the majority of the opposition last night said they don't want that scheme, they don't like it. But, Michael, they didn't put forward any solution where they would, uh, how they would help those 48,000 families in a house okay. without that scheme. Okay, so, Minister, but again, our I, plan here is to build the houses. That's only a short-term scheme while you build the houses. All right, Minister, I have to go to the headlines. I have to leave it there. In other words, so thank you indeed for joining us here on the programme this morning. That's uh, Minister of State at uh, the Department of Housing, Fine Gael TD, for Meath West, Damien English. Michael Reed on LMFM. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.